0: Wow. Yeah. Every yeah. In the days,
1: For 4 j Radio This is episode 683 For January 17th 2022 On the show this week We have Anthony
2: 683 is a lot of mediocrity
1: It is, I was sitting around thinking About last night, like would we make it to A thousand, I was like how long would it take Uh, To make it to a (laughs) thousand And that is what, that's 300 And now 17, 16 episodes I mean we didn't think we'd make it to 100 So there is that True story Also on the show we got the Wombat 2
3: Yeppers Oh
1: man The only two people that were on the original
3: Yes Man, it's true (laughs) The only two people who have hosted The show in terms of Having it done at their place
1: This is true, this is true one time in a garage. That, that was a weird one.
3: Yeah, I was not present for that one. No. That was just you and Gambus. Yeah,
1: just like hanging around a garage. That was weird. Sounded like shit, too, because of the echo.
3: I believe it.
2: I mean, it sounds like shit on this very podcast, so... Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I mean, this sounds a hell of a lot better than it did.
2: Yeah,
3: you have not You have not heard the shit uh, that it used to sound like, Anthony. Just, I mean...
2: It, just picture sub sub sub.
3: Well, no, the the best was the um uh when we first started, and I know we've told the story a hundred times, but when we first started, uh, us sitting around a table and me continually forgetting somehow that we were recording and banging on the table. Yeah. yeah. And so, just every couple minutes, it's like. <laughs> because I was tapping on the table or doing something that the microphone was sitting on. Us all huddled around a coffee table with a microphone on it.
1: And, and not a good microphone. It was like one of those oh. $12 from Walmart yep. specials.
3: Yep. Yep. And Killer Wolverine was sitting halfway across the room, so it sounded like he was yelling from China.
1: <laughs> China. 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 All right. China. Yeah, no. It's... Yeah, be
3: blessed that you get the quality that you hear today, because <laughs> it could be so much and has been so much worse.
1: Absolutely, one hundred percent. Oh, but video games—they're a thing. Maybe we played them, maybe we didn't. It's always a, it's always a roll of the dice every week. So I'll start with Anthony.
2: I mean, I'm sick, so. I was like, fuck it, the first little while I was like too sick to really focus on anything, so I started up Machinarium again, which is like an Amanita game and like playing that um, and reviewing Happy Game last year, it's like yeah, that game, uh, Machinarium is like way more of a point and click puzzle game and uh, Happy Game wasn't, it, just kind of disappointing how like in-depth Machinarium is uh, in comparison, um, cause that's a, over a decade old at this point, um, but it still holds up. It's still got amazing artwork. Um, I have Dead Cells on my Switch. I bought it because it was like the whole thing on sale.
1: I saw. I and saw you're coming to Jesus. My first, moment. yeah
2: my 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 first my first run was like pretty good until I got to the boss who like killed me because my my equipment wasn't strong enough. But like I had a freeze ability. In like my fir- very first run, which kind of ruined every combat scenario, and then I got to the bridge, and that was not gonna work the same way as it did on every other uh, character. Um, I like it, uh, you know. I, I don't, I don't think like the it set the world on fire, and I'm like, I don't. It's a very good game. I I I, I understand talking about it. Uh, positively, like I have no complaints. It's very pretty. I like the uh, as much as there's like really no character. Uh, the main character has a lot of character somehow. Still, he doesn't really talk. He just makes gestures like giving the finger and stuff, and it's like very out of place, but kind of funny. Um, I uh, you know, and there's subtle nods to other games like Half Life and stuff. Um, yeah, it's a very good game. I just don't. In a world of roguelite games and really good Metroidvanias and stuff, which this really game really isn't, I don't fully understand why people kept putting that to this game. Like, that's it's not a Metroidvania at all. Um, just because it's got multiple paths doesn't mean it's Metroid Metroidvania. You don't traverse back over the area you've already gone.
1: I think it was more... The fact that you you've got some abilities that let you go different places as you progressed, but you still had to start over instead of going back.
2: Yeah, so I don't know. It it reminds me a lot of Rogue Legacy, which is a compliment. That's a great um, game. Yeah, I mean, Dead Cells <laughs> is very much that with a it, obviously different ideas in mind, um, but like i like it it's a very good game i just again it's one of those things where it's like i i think the the hype of it it doesn't do that game favors like it's still talked about as like this one of the best games ever and it's like to me it's just another very good roguelike if, if you're gonna ask me like what's a be- what's a better roguelike um i know it's like kind of old by this point but like Binding of Isaac and the way that the, that game can change each run just based on what you get um because it's like once I figured out like stuff I like in Dead Cells it's always what I take you know and I'm going through the same sort of areas visually um but like in a Binding of Isaac run like getting the laser eye changes how you have to play um So it's just small things like that, where it's like, you you know, you can really mess yourself up in Binding of Isaac by the items you take as well. So, um, you know, but it's not, I guess, like, in terms of, like, world exploring, it's not as in-depth as, like, Dead Cells. I I don't know, it's just one of those weird things where it's like, I I didn't buy into the hype, and I'm kind of glad I didn't, because I feel like I would have walked away disappointed. I just don't understand how this game... how this game managed to take the world by storm is just something I don't fully understand. But, I mean, maybe someone can explain that to me. Um,
1: I think, I, honestly, personally, myself, I think one of the things that caused that game to kind of click with more people than other games of this genre was just how good it plays. Like,
2: Yeah, I heard that from someone. I, I just... I don't know. I, it plays very well. I Like, I A just long- wonder if our standards had dropped by that point. Like...
1: Well, when you look at a lot of those games, especially of a genre that that you know we talk about on the show is is just kind of oversaturated at this point. A lot of them don't have that like pinpoint platform control that Dead Cells pulls off, and I think that helps a game stand out, even if it doesn't really do anything that's that's you know outside the box of the rest of the genre. I think I, you I mean, know playing really right. well helps.
2: Yeah, I, I maybe I just haven't played enough bad ones in the last little while to remind myself of like oh yeah because I know that like um, Rogue Legacy is a little bit more floaty, yeah. But you know, um, so I played some of that I started up Chicory. Um, this is this is most of my stuff this week is like I started it up. I I just couldn't it wouldn't click. Um, so I started up Chicory. It's cute. Um, there's definitely something there. I just haven't. It's not, it's not the right time for it. Um, I, I'm, right now I'm looking for something that, like, will sort of suck me in. Um, so I, oh, fuck. I, I started up Evil Within. Oh, I've had that game probably since the launch, and I know that my dad and I were playing it because there was only one PS4 in the house at the time, and, uh, bounced off of it pretty early. And I'm at that point where I'm pretty sure we bounced off, and boy, I just, like, this first game is rough as hell. Um, I know the second one's supposed to be way better. 100%
1: better. It's Like, that first game... I'm
2: glad that fucking black bar option is, like, there, because that was one of the stupidest things I've ever seen to make it more cinematic. No. Stop that. Stop that talk in the fucking video game world. Stop trying to be cinema. You're not. You're a video game.
1: I think that was patched.
2: It is. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, you can turn like, it off now. I turned it off. I'm like, why would I want part of my vision obscured?
1: I played through that entire game with that oh, shit that. on.
2: Um, I don't like like the stealth is not great. Like, you're, there's a lot of stealth. It's not great.
1: The evil within is a concept for the evil within too. <laughs> like, uh, I I like you know,
2: the here's here's combat. You have three shots. And uh there's no traps around, and there's two more guys coming up the stairs after the first one. I, uh, I cool. like that first game.
1: I I do like I, the first I like game. the
2: idea of the first game more than I like the actual first game. Yeah, so far, like this is a slog. I made it chapter three, and I'm like, fuck, fuck this. I'm tired of like, just give me fucking something. Like, either, like, this is the same issue I had with Dark, which is a bad game. Don't, we're not comparing Dark to, um, uh, Evil Within in terms of quality, uh, because Dark is a terrible fucking video game and has bad AI and you shouldn't play it. Um, but Dark had the issue of I want to be a stealth game. Combat is mandatory. No. Don't, like, either either fully engage with your stealth, or get it the fuck out of there. Because, like, it, you know, um I, I'm, like, trying to move around, but then it's like, oh, you you have to be in combat now. Well, what am I going to use? You have an axe. As soon as you kill a guy with it, it's gone. I'm like, oh, fucking, alright. Like... You know, and you have three bullets. And you have to set everybody on fire to make sure that they're actually dead. And and it's like, I understand that this is, like, survival horror, but kind of the thing that made Resident Evil bearable was that there was actual shit you could pick up. And in this, it's like, I keep picking up brains, but I haven't had an opportunity to go back to upgrade, so I'm just sitting on, like, 8,000 brains. Or whatever the fuck they call it. And I'm like, this ain't the time or place. Uh, clearly, cause I'm, I'm just getting more and more irritated. Um, it might be that I'm stuffed up. Uh, I don't know. So I'm like, fuck it. Assassin's Creed's origin is it, <laughs> Origins, Origins <laughs> it is. Nice. I am, uh, thoroughly enjoying that so far. That's the game I was looking for, I guess. Like, uh, you know, they, they fully leaned into the stealth. Uh, combat is necessary, but also, like, optional to some extent uh love the world so far like i'm not very far in it i'm maybe like 3 or 4 hours of just fucking wandering because it's fucking beautiful i like the main character so far i barely know him and i'm like already like i like him he's good
1: byac <laughs> you know, he's is a, yeah, is Bayek. a great protagonist i like yeah, the friend that yeah. you help
2: early on when you go to his house and the soldiers show up uh, like, it, the bird, oh fuck, it's just, it's, it's fucking great. And like, it, it's, it's, the thing is, is like, and this is more of a criticism about how the, how everything shows like, Middle East. Everything in the Middle East is always desert, dry, nothing, right? And I know technically Egypt part of Africa, blah, 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 blah. But like, that usually gets lumped into there of, oh, it's just desert. But no, it's like, there's gardens it's it's lush it's green and you know yeah there's spots where it is but it's like the water and and the caves and just it's so fucking awesome to be exploring and like the combat feels amazing um and yeah i'm just really enjoying it uh you know obviously ryan you've suggested playing that before odyssey i have odyssey on my xbox um but my dad had origins so I took origins from him and uh started really to path the DLC I'm
3: really curious to hear if so you're you're enjoying the combat in Origins Yeah I'm really curious to hear uh whether or not you like the combat in Odyssey better or worse
2: Uh because so I have started up completely Odyssey different. Okay I I have I have started up Odyssey um previously uh and then actually stopped it was like around the time that I actually moved to where I am now so um, it was between, I was like, think that was my break game from Days Gone, which was a terrible idea, both of them just huge-ass games, um, but, uh, yeah, I don't remember the combat too much in Odyssey, it was still fairly early on, like, I, I hadn't left, like, the main island, um... It's
3: a lot faster and less deliberate, um, and, like, there's a lot of focus on the shield in Origins that doesn't really happen in Odyssey.
2: Ah, uh, okay, uh, well, so, most yeah, of my I'm time is spent serious. with the bow anyways yeah. um and and dodging, so I don't shield as much, I dodge more, um, obviously, I'm sure I'll have to start parrying at some point, but like it's uh it's fine if it's not continued like that that's the thing like with the assassin's creed series i i at this point, I kind of hold them to no standard other than make a good fucking game, <laughs> you know, so it's like as long as it feels good to play i don't i won't mind the change i just i do like the getting into a fight like i was sneaking shot a guy in the head it didn't drop him i should have known better not to drop i thought i could get another shot off before he alerted everybody but that was not the case and so uh i went in and just murdered everybody in the compound (laughs) (laughs) uh one by one and it was like yeah this is very satisfying um, I did a mission where I had to sneak a farmer's body out of the compound uh of one of the of the giant temple or whatever on the hill. It's early on. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. Like this is this is what I wanted Assassin's Creed to be kind of at the beginning. Um And so like having this like clearly like oh, you can or you should be doing this stealthy, but like If you have to get into combat, that's a full system that's there for you. I'm like, that's perfect. That's always what I want. Um, Unless you're, like, really into, like, the stealth aspect. But, like, for Assassin's Creed, this is what I wanted. Like, be able to handle myself, but for the most part, try to be quiet. Not kill too many people. Um, And I love the fact that, like, I can choose to have my hood on or off. um, You know, and I got some extra equipment that's not, like game breaking which is nice because usually that's what happens when you have like all the DLC they give you some item and it just makes the whole beginning segment too easy and it's like no this is still low level equipment Um it's just somewhat nicer than what you start off with Um and I'm not even wearing the armor that they give me although does the armor actually do anything
0: um
2: I don't remember in words. I think it's just I think it's just like the outfit is visual and then there's the Yeah, I I, I think stuff, you're right. right.
1: I think I didn't think they added abilities to the armor until Odyssey. I think okay. you're right.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah. So so like I mean I'm still only wearing like r- like this robe that I bought that's red that matches like the shield that I got with the DLC. Um but yeah, like I just it's so fucking awesome and like I'm just enjoying like exploring like because it's like, oh, I'm walking over here and there's missions and they're not like I'm sure eventually they start getting feeling very similar, but it's like right now it's like, oh, this is a very different mission, At, at least in structure. Obviously, everything turns into go there, kill a man, but like forget a thing, but like, I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, oh, I'm going in to kill the bandits that are hiding at the source of the water for the village. Like, that's awesome. That's a neat concept. And then you go in, and it looks totally different from everything else you've done so far. Um, obviously, the first segment where you're going through, like, the giant tomb, is, like... Fuck, I'm I, I'm just enjoying this. Like, I sh- shouldn't have sat on it for this long. But, yeah, I, needed, I need something to, like, lose myself in. Because, obviously, being stuck in the house for the last couple of days has been driving me up the fucking wall. So, I started that up yesterday and was like, oh, yeah, this is the shit. That's it for me. Origins is what I'm enjoying the
1: most. Excellent. It's good to see you into the new trilogy. Uh, We'll move on to the Wombat.
3: All right. So I uh, picked up a Switch OLED this week uh, because I had a lot of gift cards. And so basically I got it for 100 bucks. Uh, and, man, that screen is very pretty. It is. Very, very pretty. It
1: makes uh, games look better than they should.
3: <laughs> it does, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and so on that, I, I did play a little bit of Breath of the Wild just because I wanted to see what it looked like. And it looks very, very pretty.
1: Yeah, the grass uh, looks really good.
3: Especially since the last time I played it, it was uh, a Wii U <laughs> on a uh, 1080p TV. So, the OLED screen makes it look very pretty. Um, the, uh, the big thing I played on that this week was Metroid Dread. I played a lot more of that, um, and making my way through it. That game also looks very pretty on the OLED screen. Uh, a lot of the colors really pop, uh, on that screen, which is cool because Dread's got some neat use of color in it. um, there are parts of that game that are very difficult, uh, but it's uh, the thing I appreciate about it is that I haven't gotten lost once. So oh,
0: yeah.
3: that's a big uh, that's a big win for me as it relates to Metroid games. So um, yeah, making my way through that, uh, and then outside of that, I've been playing uh, some more Hitman Three to try and polish that off. I mentioned last week I haven't quite finished it yet, so I'm working on that i did though um i had to after um uh jay was talking about on the podcast last week i went back and replayed that uh mansion mission just because it's so good and uh i will re-echo because when i played it last time it was closer to the beginning of the year last year so um it was good to get a refresher on that level after he was speaking so highly of it and it yeah it's really really excellent so um if you have it, I recommend at least playing that level. It's level two, by the way, for everybody. Just for for everybody's information. But uh, yeah, that's it. Watch the Bengals. Unfortunately, well, I watched the Bengals. Fortunately, beat Ken's <laughs> Raiders yesterday. Unfortunate for Ken.
1: How 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 many how many playoff games can we have a controversial referee take? And you wonder why it's always the Raiders versus the refs? Am I right?
3: I uh, know. Listen, the uh, there were a couple. Goofed up calls in that game. Uh, the one was, I, I I agree, the whistle one was pretty big. But the um, there was that goofy spot where the uh, they gave the Raiders the timeout, and then basically were just like, not nah, the roughing the passer stuff, just it's fine.
1: Yeah, just didn't happen. Yeah, it, it's, it's such a weird game, and and I'm not one of those people that's like, well, if they had, if they if they hadn't done that, we'd have won. And no, we 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 were sloppy. You know, At least that was a good game, though, because I turned off the it second was a
3: game. It wasn't fun game to watch. I don't <laughs> even watch football, and I enjoyed that game.
1: Yeah, they, the Raiders this year, every game they play, it comes down to I, I'm going to lose my mind in the last two minutes of the game because it's so freaking close. <laughs> and just ridiculous things are going to happen. So, the, you know, I, I'm happy for the Bengals. It's been 31 years since they won a playoff game. So Yeah, and
3: now my favorite team has the longest playoff drought in the nfl so <laughs> the Bengals are my second favorite team and my first and second favorite team had the two longest playoff droughts in the history of the nfl so if you wonder why i don't watch football now you know
1: hey um if there was any team in the postseason that i would have wanted to lose to because i didn't want to lose i'm happy it was them I I I will root for them to go as far as they can because there are still plenty of teams in the playoffs in that division that I hate. So I'll be well. Rooting. At least the Patriots lost yesterday. They did, and I turned that game off because it wasn't even a game. Yeah, and that thing was ugly. So yeah, I'm hoping the games today are better.
3: We'll see. I <sighs> um again, I don't I don't other than the Bengals, I don't have a rooting interest because I don't watch the game mostly, but. Uh, I know a lot of people around here who are desperate for the Steelers to lose today. So,
1: see, I'm I'm in the the opposite camp. I am well, desperate you hate the Chiefs. I despise the Chiefs, so right. But I don't think they're going to win. I don't think the the Steelers are going to win. But I sure am hoping.
3: We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what um, Benjamin Roethlisberger can can pull out <laughs> for his last.
1: Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, you know your classmate Benjamin Roethlisberger. My classmate Ben
3: Ro- Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, <laughs> although he was actually, um, I think a year, either a year ahead or behind me. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, my classmate.
1: How does how does it feel that your classmate is now retiring?
3: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel good. I got to be honest <laughs> with you. But it also didn't feel good when Wally Zerbiak retired a couple years ago because he was also my classmate. So. Yeah,
1: it's just. God.
3: Actually, he may have been. He may have graduated right before I got there. So maybe Still. he wasn't technically a classmate. Still,
1: so, though, yeah. it's like, how old are we? We're too old.
3: You're too old. Yeah, too old.
1: Uh, all right.
3: To it, uh, uh, we were talking about Joe Burrow yesterday
1: mm-hmm.
3: and came to the realization that Joe Burrow is closer in age to my son than he is to me.
1: Uh-huh, yeah. He's what, 25?
3: Yeah. Yep. 25. years It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I know. I was watching. I was watching Chucky, the TV series Chucky, and like the three main stars are kids. They were all born within like five years of my son. Yeah, and I'm just like, Fucking...
3: yeah, that'll get you.
1: Oh my god,
3: that'll get you every time. <sighs> anyway,
1: so there's that. So, what else did I play? I checked out The Pedestrian. Um, That's a game that came out a while back, I think on PlayStation and PC. Uh, and It just came to Xbox, and it came into Xbox Game Pass, which is why I checked it out. And it's it's a cool game. So, it's that game where you're like... Uh, you're a, the person from the signs. Yeah, the signs, like the, the street signs. And you're solving yeah. these puzzles, which are basically... Man, how do I even describe this? They're like these... Mo- almost like monochrome screens. And you have to figure out how to connect between They're the them. metal
2: signs, everybody. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I, the... yeah.
2: Um. That, that's what... Like, the whole backdrop is that you're on the signs.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, But, like, in the game, they're represented as, like, four different, you know, blocks on the screen. And you have to figure out how to get from one end of them... To the other by moving them around, connecting them via doors, um, moving things to climb up. It's just like it's really just a logic puzzle from screen to screen, and it's literally just here's a screen, solve this one, walk to the next one. Here's another screen, solve this one. Kind of puzzle game, and it's 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 very good. Like the puzzles are are challenging, and I like the little wrinkles they throw in um, as you continue to go through it. The the different ways that you can solve the puzzles Um So it's a cool game if you you like those kind of games It's on Game Pass go check it out Uh I also also on Game Pass was Ember E-M-B-R which is like a First I think it was a VR game And it's like a first
3: My son's been playing that
1: Yeah it's like a first person firefighter Style game but it's very Cartoony and goofy Um Without VR I think it, it just kind of controls poorly Like it's way too fast And it's like not accurate at all It just doesn't feel right So I didn't play that one very long I think I played through the tutorial on the first level And I was like I don't really care for this um, I booted up Breakneck City Which is a beat-em-up game from East Asia Soft And I don't understand the appeal of that game because, like, visually it's just not good, and then like the controls of the beat 'em up. So it's like a double dragon beat 'em up where you can move up, down, left, right uh, on the screen, but it's like the combat just feels bad. Like I don't know. It just.
2: Sorry, what game is
1: this? Breakneck City.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I remember seeing this and going, eh.
1: I mean, like the artwork for the box art makes you think, like, "Oh, this is this is cool." It's got that '80s neon vibe, and but then, like, you see the in-game graphics, and it looks like some PS1 shit, and you're just yeah. Like...
2: So that that I might even have the developer's other games. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um That dev does a Renegade Sector. All their games kind of look like this, but this is the only one that's a beat 'em up. I mean, I'd be All okay their with other the... stuff is, like, they have, like, a first-person shooter that's kind of, like, Metroid Prime-ish. hmm Um, so, like, all their games have this low, sort of, poly, bright colors look. Yeah, this is the only one that's a beat-em-up, and it's kind of, like, a weird standout.
1: I'd be okay with it being the way, like, the look of it, if it didn't play like shit. Like I just feel like the, the beat em up Portion of that game is not like the hit detection Doesn't feel good Like when you start a combo it doesn't Like the hits don't feel Good it just This game just don't feel good So I was like yeah I'm, I don't want to play this Um Last week when Drew was talking about Trophy and how he went to the, the Password screen and got a bunch of achievements I was like I'm going to check And see if that's been fixed So, he is correct. So, I ended up looking up a thing online. You can get, like, all 1,000 achievements in that game with about three minutes of gameplay. And you can go into the password screen and put in three different passwords, and it will give you the achievement. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And then the only one you actually have to earn... Are collecting four and five lives And dying Like that's the only way You actually have to play the game To get a thousand achievements And I was just like Okay <laughs> Okay This game Woo Trophy man That game is something else Um, Since a cyberpunk ghost story Is a Um Dude, that game is horny as balls. I remember when it was coming
2: out. It's like, oh, that says... oh, that's a lot of tip
1: There's a lot. <laughs> like, it's a two D, you know, like left to right side scrolling, point and click adventure game that is just oh so horny. Like whoever made this game, that person needs to like meet somebody. Because they are very horny. Um, the next game I checked out, I was actually kind of excited. It's called, how do you say this? Dem- Demoni- Demoniaca? Everlasting Night? Um, I think that was also East Asia Soft. Yeah, that's also East Asia Soft. It is a Metroidvania style game, and I was excited to play it. I thought. Wanna like... see? Say... Oh, yeah, no. It it's... isn't. Yeah. D- d- how do you say that? Demoniaca? demon, like, is her name? Like, like beyond? Like, no. well, I'm I'm assuming it's <laughs> <laughs> the pronunciation podcast. Do yeah, fucking this?
2: man. I don't fucking Demoniacca. demoniaca. D E M O N I A C A. There, done. You can search that. That's the thing.
1: The demoniaca, everlasting. That ne- so I was excited because it looked like um, it's a Metroidvania. But holy shit, just like Breakneck City Like this game Feels bad So it's it's a Metroidvania Do you know what button is? Jump
2: I swear to god if you press up
1: The right trigger What? Yep. That's even worse than up <laughs> yep. The right trigger is jump Fuck with these games dude No the control just feels bad The combo system is so laggy Like I can press three buttons And then the combo will finish in about three seconds later It's just, oh my god, it's so bad It turned me off of playing that game, period uh, Super Sammy Roll is a basically a, uh indie budget Captain Toad So... That doesn't
2: sound like a bad thing. It's not!
1: I actually enjoyed what I played of it. It's like, you're playing this little dinosaur, you're on these 3D platforms, you rotate them around, collect items, make it to the goal.
2: It reminds me, visually, of, um... Uh... Woodle Tree
1: Adventures. Oh yeah, I played both of those. There's two of those, right?
2: Yeah, the second one's way better.
1: Yeah, much better.
2: Um... Yeah, oh, it's cute.
1: It's fine. I liked Um, it.
2: If anybody wants a good Metroidvania that's, like, indie, I wouldn't recommend it for the story because it's kind of ham-fisted, but um, Time Spinner plays really well.
1: Time Spinner is great. Um, the thing about Time Spinner is I think I got about halfway through it and it got really dumb and I got turned off by it. Yeah,
2: just just don't go in for a story. Just be like, yep, point A to B. Because, yeah. like, the story gets really ham-fisted with, like, Gender and sexuality And just like that seemingly kind of comes out of nowhere
1: Well also the first time you go back in time It it, it, like It it almost It's almost that Empire Strikes Back moment Where they cut the helmet off and his face is in the helmet It just like It stops dead that game in his tracks And I'm just like what the fuck is going on Don't go
2: in expecting like the best story ever But man that game plays really well And it's hard to not recommend it for that
1: Well I'm going to tell you about another Metroidvania game That I think you should play in a minute But first Shadow Man made it to the consoles. I'm so happy. I booted this up and played it. Th- these new controls are a little weird, but I did get used to them after a minute. I like that it has the option to go back to the classic controls.
2: The classic controls are rough too, though.
1: Yeah, though no, they are rough, but I think it's a nice touch that it's there. There's also so many options that you can customize this game with. Um, I forgot how fucking like creepy and dark the story I knew it was creepy and dark, but I forgot how creepy and dark it was. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, watching that intro with the fucking the fucking N sixty four slash PS one era character models in Pump like sex. high definition. No, no, no the yeah. uh, the dude that that meets up with Jack the Ripper. Oh and,
2: god, yeah, uh, with Legion. the
1: blood coming out of his mouth, but it's just a flat texture.
2: Well, no, the the kicker on that is the way he's holding his sword. His arm is like
1: backwards. Yeah, it's so like man. You can tell when a developer has made a game To look okay on a CRT With like a low resolution And then it gets blown up into this And you're like holy shit that looks really bad But yeah um, I'm enjoying it so far I know it's going to take me some time To kind of like sit down and really get into it That game is long Yeah and it's a big ass maze Yeah
2: it's a big ass maze that you're supposed to wander in Yeah Um... so which I know I've criticized Metroid Dread for, but, like...
1: I mean, Shadow I, Man is of a time, though. Yeah, so.
2: exactly. Shadow Man is of a time. And it, this is a very good translation of that. Um,
1: yeah. If you've never played it, you're gonna play it and be like, what's the big deal? Uh, I think this game is, is definitely more for the likes of us that played it when it came out. Also,
2: I'm I just say it now. Nothing kind of looks like Shadow Man. No! Like, no. maybe Quake? Maybe. But, like, go and listen to the audio of it. Like, this is where, like, the industrial hell look really (laughs) shows off. It's, like, this is the highest of the industrial hell look in video games. Like, it's...
1: It's also... also, Listen to the
2: Toy Room audio. The audio from the Toy Room is one of the most disturbing things in video games.
1: It's also the video game where... Characters are mumbling this dialogue that's that's supposed to sound so profound, but like it's just wordy at this point Well, like there's he... a
2: bunch of lore from the <laughs> comic books that this picks up on, but
1: sure, but like when he's ro- like when the intro when you're rolling the boat into the swamp and he's just like going through this long diatribe of shit, and I'm just like, is this really necessary, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the voice acting's
2: good for the time. Red Pepper as fucking Shadow Man is one of the coolest voices to this day. Yeah. And then they have that weird audio effect when you're in Deadside where they it fades into the voice. Like it echoes into it. Yeah, it's just um man. there's just there's man. nothing
1: like Shadow Man. It's just The big...
2: ending of Shadow Man is the first I think video game ending that like really stuck in my mind.
1: I'm happy that I can finally play it on a console. A, a current console. Apologies. I could go play it on the N64 yeah, I or wouldn't. the PlayStation, but no thank, I you. Yeah, yeah. No thank you. I have both those copies. Yeah, no thank you. And I have the original
2: them. PC version that like, Night Dive made work on computers. Don't play that either, but just play the enhanced version. They had um, Tim Haywood come back and add new add new music for the areas that they built from the like scrapped ideas. Like they went and added content to this version too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. this is uh this is a good package. It's 20 bucks. You can pick it up on Xbox 1 and PlayStation 4. And it's pretty cool. All right. Uh the game that I finally got back into. I've got a couple games that I need to get back into. And after the Game of the Year I know Unsighted was one of them. Uh one of the other games that I was disappointed I didn't get more chance to play. It came out late. Um was a Record of Lodoss War: Deedlit and Wonder Labyrinth. Which is a mouthful of a title Um But It's got a little Metroidvania in it. It, it It's got an aesthetic That looks a lot like Symphony of the Night Um And I really like what this game is doing So it's got The traditional Castlevania map Uh where you can kind of see where you can go Where you can't go It's got save rooms Um you will pick up powers, you will also pick up weapons There's there's weapons you can get from enemies You can buy new weapons Um This game is Is, is a hell of a lot better and, Than you think it's going to be And also really weird Because it's based on an anime that I know nothing about And I don't feel like I need to know anything about the anime To be able to pop into this game and enjoy it Uh I think it's also on Game Pass, if I remember correctly. So, if you are into Metroidvania games, I highly suggest checking it out. It's got some really cool, uh, giant, like, screen-filling boss designs. Um, I love that the combat has this little mixture of back and forth. So you get these two orbs early on in the game, uh, a blue one and an orange one. And the blue one allows you to kind of float when you jump. And then the red one allows you to add, like, fire attack. And it has a little bit of um, what's Icaruga, where there are these kind of like sections like the red and the, the orange and the blue sections where you can actually pass through them and absorb the damage if you're switched to that proper orb. Um, the orbs also will level so like not like level as in progression but level as in like level one, level two, level three as you use them and if one of them is on level 3, if you switch to that, it automatically refills your health over time. So there is a benefit to keeping those at level 3. Um, you will also get powers. So one of the first powers you get is this bow and arrow. And the bow and arrow will actually... Do like it will like bounce off a metal Wall so one of the puzzles that you have to solve In the game is you have to figure out what angle To shoot the arrow at in order To cut the rope in order to pass forward So you kind of have to Like you have to solve a geometry problem In order to progress And it's just it's a lot of That mixed into a really Solid 2D combat system With a look that feels like A a modern HD Version of Symphony of the Night And, And it really just It doesn't do anything Like specially new But it just nails everything That it imitates And I think it's just A really fun game Uh, And as as Anthony's posted in the chat Now it is on Game Pass Go check it out, awful name Record of Lodos War Deedlet and Wonder Labyrinth But probably one of the best Metroidvania games I've played In quite a while Highly recommend that game And that I think is it Unless anything, you want me to talk about Overwatch I played a little bit of that over The past week Sure No Yes Anybody still alive Nope Cool
3: I'm going to pretend I didn't hear it (laughs) A All
1: Alright Excuse me Alright let's talk about what's coming out this week uh, we're finally, we're finally getting some some stuff, a little, little bit of stuff. Uh, Xbox Series X, PlayStation Five. We've got. Actually, I think this is only Xbox, right? Nobody Saves the World, the new game from um. What's the name of that developer? They did uh, um. Guacamole, and. Drinkbox Drinkbox Studios Yeah the new game from Drinkbox Studios Nobody Saves the World is out uh, It's a day one into Game Pass So uh, Yeah Xbox and PC only Okay that's why I thought I'm sure it'll come to Playstation at some point I hate these fucking stupid timed exclusives They're so dumb uh, Dismantle Here's a weird one Xbox is getting it's first Hatsune Miku Game and it's Hatsune Miku Logic Paint S So it's a painting game
2: No it's a Picross game
1: Oh sorry Picross game Why is it called Paint then
2: Because I'm not allowed to use Picross
1: Okay So there you go First Hatsune Miku game On Xbox Picross game uh, Black Wind Which actually I have been playing that too I can't talk about that Uh, Hitman Trilogy so no, Hitman One, Two and Three of the new Hitman trilogy.
2: Finally coming to Steam too.
1: Yep. RP Golf Legend RPG. Whoa, my screen just went blank. Am I still there? Yeah. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Like my monitor literally just went black. That was weird. Um RPG or RP Golf Legends? I think it's supposed to be like golf story or something. It sure looks like
2: Golf Story with a lot of fantasy in it. Yeah.
1: Okay, so if you wanted to play Golf Story, but you don't have a Switch, maybe you play this. Uh, and then. Tom... However,
2: it is published by Chemco, so.
1: Ooh, boy, that that hurts. Uh, and then Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction. So the first kind of, I guess you'd call it a big game. Maybe. I don't even know what it is. It's like Left for Dead. Okay. Uh, uh Queen Army. Uh River City Girls coming to Playstation Five. Uh and Trigger Witch is out on Friday for PlayStation Five. Trigger or... Witch. Trigger Witch. It sounds like you're gonna say something dirty, but you just didn't quite it get this Uh Playstation four, Xbox well, One You know okay. what
3: they say? The world the world needs witch triggers too.
1: That's true. That's very true. Uh, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, a lot of the same games, uh, but also Fatum Betula. Is that his Fatum?
2: I think I think it's Fatum Betula.
1: Fatum Betula. I start,
2: so I started that up. That's a so mm,
1: Fatum. That game.
2: It's a good name. Is a. So that dev is one of those devs that, like, is working with, like, low poly to make, like, fake PS1 games. Okay. And, uh, I, I think that that's the same one that did, uh, there's something under the lake, um, which is, like, a fishing game and... Yeah, Bryce Butcher. Um, yeah, Mysteries Under Lake Ophelia, which is, like, a fishing game that gets weird. Anyways, this is a pseudo-somewhat horror... Like LCD dream LSD uh, dream emulator sort of
1: Oh I've always wanted an LSD dream emulator
2: It's It's fucking weird but like it has a little bit More like of a story rather Than like LSD dream emulator which is Like not Really story based it's just kind of random Um It's fucking weird and I was like yeah I don't think I'm in the right mindset for this Chaos
1: i I really like saying the name though. Fatun Batula. That's a pretty good name. Uh Windjammers two. I think that is PS or no, that's everything. That's Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. Uh and then Gravity Chase, which is the four hundred and seventy seventh attempt to replace wipeout slash oh. F Zero. So in case you were keeping think,
0: count, I do
3: love Wipeout and F Zero, so.
1: Well, this will be the four hundred. What, what did you
3: say it was called again?
1: Gravity Chase. Okay. That is a good logo, except I can't read the first word, like immediately.
2: Yeah, I know, but that, like, thats that's an old school sort of logo, too, right? Like, the guy understands what he's doing.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he clearly grew up in that era. Uh PlayStation 4, we got Arcade Arcade Archives Hopping Mappy. Uh a lot of the same stuff, a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, it's all the same stuff. So nothing outside of arcade archives for PlayStation. So let's go to Switch Switch. Uh we've got Dobo's Heroes. Uh Kubi Adventures. I laughed the other day when I saw that Stadia released 100 games in the year of our Lord 2021 total. And I think about the Switch releasing 100 games a week. I'm just like, get on Switch's level, Stadia. Get um, on A-level, Stadia. Uh, I would rather it just... seven, seven 17...
2: Of those games are brand new, and the rest of them were fucking from seven years ago. Are
1: you seriously thinking seventeen of them were new? That's a high number. For me. It,
2: it, new in terms of like, oh, this game, <clears throat> this game came out within the last year. Okay, on, so on,
3: on that topic, you know what I bought on Switch for a dollar fifty? What? Uh, Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered Edition. Oh yeah, I, I saw there's...
1: that it was like on like a deep discount.
3: Yeah, it's $2.99 $2. and then I had a dollar fifty worth of those gold coins. So Man, like I picked up Saints Row 50. 4.
1: Yeah, Saints Row 4 was like a dollar fifty over the holidays too or something like that.
3: Yeah. So I do like Red Faction Gorilla, so I figured for a dollar fifty there was no harm in picking it up.
1: Yeah, I mean it's gotta run probably as good as a three sixty game, right?
3: I would think, yeah. <laughs> We'll see. I'm I'm booted. In uh, I don't I don't want
1: to I don't want to set any expectations for the switch, but you know,
2: the first building you destroy, <clears throat> the switch crashes entirely. Yeah,
1: it's like fucking. It, I can't do this. <laughs>
2: it uh, just throws <laughs> its hands up in the air.
1: <laughs> you ever see those videos where they draw the hands on the like the little stick hands? Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. We need one for the switch whenever we're trying whenever it's trying <laughs> to run like a game. Yeah. Uh uh Racing Classics Pro, Drag Race and Real Speed. Yes, that's all one game. Uh Shadow Man uh is a is a week later on the Switch, so that version's out this week. Uh Top Bike Racing and Moto Drag uh, Drowning Cross Labyrinth Legend uh, Queen Army Guild of Ascension Vivid Knight, <laughs> is that like a is that like a knight with like some fucking neon armor or something. <laughs> uh, Alien Destroyer, straight to the point. Good, I like that. Uh, Animal Revolt Battle Simulator. Uh, same, same. Demon Hunter Ascendants. Dragon Hills Two. Uh, Jank Brain. There's a there's a game name for you. Or if you want, you can play Make the Burger. Sometimes fuck I it.
2: feel like I got a jank brain.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: fuck it. Jank Nint- brain looks as bad as you think it looks.
1: I kind of expected it. Fuck it, you don't even need to go outside in- anymore because Nintendo Switch now has Nature. That's a game. It's called Nature. Uh sure. Pixel Game Maker Series Thunder Striker Thunder Striker is all caps by the way Thunder Striker Thunder Striker uh, Road Bustle Scrap Knot Oh shit The Forecast is calling for this next game It's a baby storm <laughs> <laughs> I don't Fucking weird games Go Minimal That's the next game Uh, Kin duo. Merrick's Market, and finally, the Company Man.
3: The Company Man. Yeah.
2: So I looked up uh, Drowning Cross because I'm like, that's a weird fucking name for something. It's a point and click adventure. It looks pretty good. Um, but it's free on Steam. So,
1: well, you know, if it's free on Steam, it's gotta it's gotta have a price on the Switch. Yep. You fucked up my joke. I was gonna say the Company Man was the sequel to the Wall Street Kid, but you know, whatever. Alright, uh, my notes, my notes, I was pissed, I wrote my notes down Friday, and then come back, and apparently my, uh, Microsoft Word did not save my notes, so I had to rewrite them this morning, ten minutes before the show. Uh, Ubisoft Plus is coming to Xbox, the service, um, but not included in Game Pass, and then also announced in that same announcement was Rainbow Six Siege is coming day one to Game Pass. So, Ubisoft finally getting in on the Game Pass conversation. Uh, Hitman Trilogy also coming day one to Game Pass. That That's out this week. So if you've not played any of those games, you now can play all three of them within the Game Pass.
3: And you should. Because they're all three exceptional.
1: Yes, good games. Not for me, but good games. All right. Do we all remember when this generation started where Sony said, We believe in generations. We're moving forward. You know, and Xbox said, Well, we'll be across the board, you know, back compat, all that fun stuff. Well, the lack of PS5 production has caused Sony to go back and start producing more PS4s. Yep. On the other hand, Microsoft has discontinued the Xbox One. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, like what? well,
2: now to be fair with the Microsoft part, they are just moving resources to the console that they would sell you for that price, anyways. That's my point. Which like is the, the S-, series S, the
1: S, like. These console shortages have made the S One of the smartest decisions Microsoft made this generation Because people can just go out and buy that And it it's like in place of an Xbox One It still gets you into the new ecosystem It still allows you to play the new games But it's also the same price as an Xbox One On the other hand, Sony's about to start making PS4s again Which will cost the same as an Xbox Series S
2: Yeah because the Used PS4s right now are expensive
1: Yeah it's it's crazy to me Like it's just such a weird About face That is just weird to me And it's just like I feel like Don't even discredit the fact that Like all of Sony's big games this year Are also coming to PS4 Which I think is smart I think that's a good thing But it's just funny compared to what they said When this whole thing started Just weird man, it's all weird Um, Xbox series consoles combined have sold 12 million already Which is more than any other Xbox at this point So that's good uh 2022 is already kicking off delays. You ready for delays, delays, delays again? Uh Stalker 2, which was due out in April, has now been delayed to December. That's a big delay.
3: That is a big delay.
1: Yep. Eight months. Uh Final Fantasy 14 is finally going back on sale on January twenty-fifth. If you don't know that game, they had to stop selling it uh, because the servers were so overloaded which is a good problem to have, uh, but they will start reselling uh, subscriptions and copies of the game on January 25th. Microsoft announced they're making some major updates to the Halo Infinite microtransaction system, uh, dropping the prices of some pieces as well as allowing some pieces to be purchased individually. I guess that store is kind of a mess. I think the biggest thing people want right now is for them to fix big team battle. I don't know. I fell off Halo's multiplayer real quick because I suck. And there's a lot of cheaters out there.
3: Yeah, and I just don't have time to invest in a multiplayer game right now.
1: I mean, you already really suck at it because you didn't play every day since launch.
3: So True story, yeah. Mm. That's the biggest challenge, I think.
1: Well, Also, the forced crossplay has apparently caused a shitload of cheaters in that game which just does not sound fun at all. No. Uh Dying Light 2 um was on display this week. They showed off the old version, like the old console versions, the new console versions. Uh they've also said that they will support that game for up to 5 years, which is good. Uh but also so they
2: they fucking supported the last one for like a decade. So... That's what I'm
1: saying. Is like the techland guys like say what you want about their games, they do support the shit out of them. Ah, uh, there was a new trailer this week for Kirby and the Forgotten Land, and they announced the release yeah. date, which is March 25th. And holy god, that game looks
2: good! Give it to me!
3: Yeah, I'm so excited for Kirby, man! I love Kirby.
1: We might be talking about Kirby come January 2023, if you know what I mean.
3: I don't know what you mean. Game of the year. Oh, yes, yes. The um, uh, yeah, I'm 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 pumped for that game.
1: That, like, of the announced games that are coming out this year, Nintendo still claims Breath of the Wild 2 is, but I don't believe them. Uh, I think Kirby might be my most exciting game, coming from Nintendo. The uh,
3: last one, Star Allies, was excellent, so...
1: I still don't think I've played... That was a Switch one, right?
3: It is, yeah, and it's multiplayer. Um, it's exceptionally good.
1: Can you play it by yourself?
3: You can, yep.
1: mm I still, I don't think I own that. I don't think I've played that one.
3: Yeah, that's, you should play that for sure. That game is excellent.
2: The nice part about this new one is that it doesn't feel like I can kind of brush aside and go, yeah, but I've played Kirby before, because this is very different.
1: Yeah, this feels almost like a Mario-level Kirby. Yeah. So, I'm um, I'm really excited for it. Uh, Sony has stopped selling PlayStation Now cards in Europe. They stopped it couple months back in the U.S. And it seems kind of like maybe we're going to get an announcement about that that Spartacus.
2: Or they just shut down fucking PS Now because they're like, God, this is a fucking waste of money.
1: I I don't think that's happening.
2: I take a little bit of joy because I know that there's a couple people out there that will insist that it's a better service than Microsoft. And I'm like, no. No, it's not.
1: Anybody that says PlayStation Now is better than Game Pass is a fucking idiot. Yeah. I'm sorry, like, I, that's I not I don't understand biased. why aren't people
2: talking about PS now. Well, grumpy man on the internet. <laughs> yeah, no. I can tell you why.
1: I mean, all you gotta do is say day and date, first party games, and boom. Like, that, that right God there. God
2: of War was a limited time.
1: Yeah, you were only allowed to play it for, like, what, two months or something? That's so yeah, stupid. Yeah, A game that is, like, regularly seven dollars. You can't put on your fucking stream service. And
2: that's that's where I'm like, yeah, that's why. That's why people don't talk about
1: it. Yeah. Like, people got to play Halo Infinite's campaign for free day one. They got to play Forza Horizon 5 day one for free. And you can't keep fucking God and of War on your paid service? for it, too. Yeah.
2: And that was it. Like, I'm not asking for day and date even, but, like, when you're selling the game for, like, $10... You know...
1: Not only that, but shouldn't the there be, like, a statute of limitation on it? Like, God of War's been out for six months or a year. It just stays there. It's your game! Yeah,
2: yeah I know, yeah.
1: I don't understand that at all. Like, I'm with you. It doesn't have to be day and I would love it to be day and date. That would make the service... But it's
2: like, yeah, you know, it's been a year. We're selling it for $10 now, so obviously we've made our money back. Fuck it. onto the service. If so... You know, uh, Days Gone didn't make its money back. It's been a year...
1: Put it on PlayStation you know, now.
2: Just put it on PlayStation now. You know, like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. We're selling the whole thing with the DLC for ten bucks. Boom! It's on the service.
1: Dude, yeah. if Sony put, look, I'm just gonna say this. If Sony did put their first-party games on their day and date PlayStation Now, would be better than Game Pass. Like that immediately would make it better than Game Pass. I agree. Just throwing that out there. I mean, shit. Imagine being able to play Horizon next month. Horizon Two. Day and date, didn't have to buy it Dude, everybody had subbed to that service (laughs) Yeah Crazy Alright Twisted Metal The new one You know, the one that hasn't officially been announced yet Has already switched developers Um, Sony has replaced Lucid Games With Fire Sprite Because, well, you know Lucid Games made Destruction All-Stars So I'd replace them too <laughs> Sorry, that was cold. Um, I don't, know. I don't know
2: if we actually knew for a fact that they were working on this, anyways. Like, I, I want to say it was just rumored because
1: Sony won't I announce don't... it. I imagine the announcement's I... coming with the TV show announcement, which has also been heavily rumored, right?
2: Yeah, I just to be honest, yeah, I don't give a fuck.
1: I do. I love Twisted Metal.
2: I I, I just do. don't think it's gonna be good.
1: I I have to have hope, Anthony. I have to have hope.
2: They haven't been good since the PS One. No, 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 no. PS Two. They've been good since Black. Yeah. Black.
1: Black was incredible. I will not fight for that last one that came out. It was not very good. All right. Last news tidbit I have. I heard this. This is weird. Apparently, this has floated around for a while, uh, and it just kind of got brought back up this week. Um, Killer Instinct supposedly has been in development I give you one guess as to who's working on cuz I didn't hear this I know I
2: know I I I've heard it so
1: Okay like I hadn't heard this until this week but apparently it's been floating around for a while it's weird You want to take a stab Ryan you want to throw a guess
3: Uh I couldn't even
1: guess Bandai Namco
3: Definitely wouldn't have guessed that
1: And I guess it makes sense because they worked on Smash Brothers.
2: They worked on Tekken.
1: Well, I mean, it's the Smash Brothers team that's supposedly rumored to be working on Killer Instinct. Like, I know Namco Bandai publishes Tekken, but that's made by Harada's team.
2: Yeah, but I mean, they do Soul Calibur as well. Like, I'm just saying, like they 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 do a lot in fighting games. So, to me, it's not a huge surprise.
1: I mean, I'd be surprised if Bandai Namco was making a new Killer Instinct. That just seems weird.
2: It seems weird that they're trying to make a new Killer Instinct. You're correct, but that's where that's weird. No!
1: Don't you dare! Killer Instinct should never die. Ken! Ken!
2: Ken! 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 Ken. The last one didn't do that well.
1: But it was awesome!
2: But it wasn't... That's... uh, Fucking! That doesn't matter. Do you think some guy in a suit's like, yeah? But it was cool though, so that's the reason why we're gonna pour more money into it.
1: I'm wow. just saying, don't don't discount. Them.
2: You would also fund a fucking uh, Eternal Champions game. So get fucked out of here. This is.
1: You, you goddamn right, I would. You know, I, I make game games. I'm gonna start my own. Ass, de- so I'm gonna start my own t- development t- company. called it For the Gamers. I'm gonna steal Sony's tagline for the gamers, bitch. Because I know what the gamers want. They want a new Eternal Champions and a new Killer Instinct.
2: The only way Eternal Champions could be good is if somehow um uh, Realm got ownership of that brand.
1: Eternal Champions on the Sega CD was a good video Eternal,
2: game. No, it isn't good. The the kill cutscenes are great. That's about it. That game sucks otherwise. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Or you going know, to put that up against Mortal Kombat. The original Mortal Kombat's a way better game than fucking Eternal Change. Just because a game ACD.
1: is better doesn't mean that it, the other it's... game is not good.
2: It doesn't play well. It sucks. The kills cutscenes are the only thing you'd forget about that game otherwise.
1: Uh, dude, I still remember what was it? I'm a big fighting game like ridiculousness. I remember all of them. I still remember uh, Dungeons and Dragons: Iron and Blood. Oh yeah. You know, I still remember what's a uh, critical critical? Uh, was it Critical Zone? I don't know. Uh, Rise of the Robots. Rise, Rise of, the Robots of the Robots Two. Yeah. Uh, Way of the Warrior. I think... I got I got all these games Dude I have a version of Tattoo Assassins That I can play Okay
2: That's not a flex I'm that's not flexing
1: a, I'm just saying That's, that's how a, into fighting games just, I am
2: That's a sad Public uh, Dynasty admitted. Warriors
1: The first game is a fighting game
2: yep. Yeah yeah Dynasty Warriors one yeah. um.
1: Kinsai the Sacred Fist bitch Come at me bro you're not. You're not defending your
2: tastes, by the way.
1: It has nothing to do with my tastes. I'm just talking about. The Double Dragon fighting.
2: Five.
1: Evil Zone. Oh. How about that? Mace the Dark Age.
2: Oh God.
1: <laughs>
2: Bio Freaks. War guys. Gods.
1: War Gods oh, is War good. Gods.
2: Yeah. How about Air Guys?
1: Oh man, Air oh, Guys.
2: Air Guys is a thing.
1: Tobol One and Two.
2: Tobal no Two is cool, is I, shit. Yeah. Tobal One, I've never played.
1: Tobal One, uh, nobody played.
3: Uh, oh shit. What's the game now? That's uh, I haven't heard you mention Rival Schools yet.
1: Rival Schools, um, first one PlayStation, um, Project Justice. I believe is the second one on the Dreamcast, right?
2: Battle Arena Toshindans.
1: I have all three Battle Arena Toshindans on my Polymega, Anthony. I will have you know that I'm I, like,
2: I, I This is still not... This, again, the point was like, <laughs> fucking Eternal Champions is a bad game, so your response was, I'm gonna name off all the bad games, okay?
1: Yeah, I love fighting not like defending,
2: games. Not defending that I trust you with decision-making in a fucking video game company. Thanks.
1: Masters of the Terras Kasai.
2: Oh, no. Oh.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a bad game for sure.
1: I still have it. I still play it.
3: That's, yeah, that's Again, not, this is not, like... You should not play that game.
2: I don't, I'm not wearing a priest collar, alright? Like, this isn't confession. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Alright, yeah, let's... That's not,
3: that's, not, that's not a good game.
1: No, I... This,
2: to I be fair, I don't think that's... Good. I think they knew... Because they were
1: just like, ah, but it's Star Wars. uh, Do you remember what the Tusken Raider's name is in that game? I don't. His name is Whore.
3: (laughs) I don't even know that I knew that the Tusken Raider in that game had a name. The Gamorian
1: Guard had a name, too. His name was Thok.
2: Star Wars names are bad. Just saying. Do you know there's a type of
1: music in in Star Wars called Jizz? Jizz. Yeah. And if you play it, you're a jizz whaler. <laughs> People take that
2: that fucking that that uh, IP very seriously, and I don't know how.
1: Uh, Alright, let's read some emails. We had a bunch of emails and tweets last week for Game of the Year. that we, and we ran out time. We did not get to. So let's go. Jeremy sends us an email. He says, hey guys, hope you had a great new year. Right now we're in the middle of a blizzard here in North Idaho. Uh, I was looking at my favorite games that I played this year. Uh, I'll have to work on that acronym. So here's my list. Number five, Chorus. Would be higher, but I haven't finished it yet. Number four, Far Cry 5. I had a blast blowing stuff up. Uh, Number three, Dragon Quest XI. The final ending took a long time, but what a great story. Number two, the Mass Effect trilogy. Best gaming trilogy ever. Number one, Metroid Dread. The game has had me looking forward to exploring every nook and cranny. Late game traversal was a pain, but I love my time with it. Looking forward to y'all's lists. Uh, I'd also like to take this moment to say that Drew needs to play Dragon's Dogma for Phoenix Down later on, gents. Uh, he did send an update email saying that he just finished Chorus. What a friggin' blast. He bumped it up to number two. Oh, nice. Chorus is a
0: great That's,
3: game. That's uh, uh, on my list to to pick up, but all right. I have not done
1: too yet dude. You need to, you're so going to love that game uh, Chad says Howdy crew So I completed 54 games in 2021 In which 27 of them were released this year I was able to narrow down a list for my top 10 But it was hard And I'm not very comfortable with the results Although there was plenty of decent games to play in 2021 I feel like there were too many Remasters and not enough bangers For example, I don't feel like my game of the year would have been in my top three any other given year. Uh, Although I don't think 2021 really produced any all-time classics, I still had a good year, and I'm sure there are a few games I will revisit in the coming years. Here's my personal top 10 list for 2021. Number 10, Little Nightmares 2. Number 9, Returnal. Both of those games were not on anybody's list, by the way, on our show. Uh, Number 8, Death's Door. Number seven, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number six, Tales of Arise. Number five, Psychonauts 2. Number four, Kena, Bridge of Spirits. Number three, Resident Evil Village. Number two, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. And number one, It Takes Two. Nice. Uh, I honestly did not participate, or did not anticipate, that It Takes Two or Ratchet and Clank would take my top two spots. I'm not sure how I feel about it. But I've looked at these games both subjectively and objectively and both came out on top every time when considering my criticisms with all of the games on the list. Personally, I think Ratchet was really well done, but otherwise safe. I think the reason why I'm uncomfortable making it, uh, making it takes two my game of the year is because of the same bias that everyone else has right now. However, I heard someone else make a good point that this, if this was a Mario and Luigi game, people would be calling it one of the greatest games of all time. Uh, um, I did... I'm
2: not sure the bias that he's referring to.
1: I think it's just Joseph Ferris in general or something. I don't know. I don't See, really...
2: I don't know. Like, I don't...
1: Yeah, he's kind of
2: obnoxious on stage, but, like, I, I think it's genuine. Like, I, I don't know how to put it. I, I think he's, like, super optimistic about his work and his team. Like, unlike other people that go on stage and you're just like, a fucking, this asshole. You know? Like... I don't. He's not the. He's never been the reason why. Like I didn't think his stuff was like top tier. It was like the writing, which is better, and it takes two than it was in uh, a way out. Um. But like you know, the, their game is
1: fantastic. I. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he says I didn't want to include any remasters on my top ten list, so I reserved a few honorable mentions below to include near replicant. Mass Effect trilogy, Ghosts of Tsushima, cut with the uh, Iki Island, and Death Standing director's cut.
2: I think the only one where, um, uh, sorry, can you go through that list again? There's one that stood out to me. Near though, replicant. So. Yeah, near replicant. I think is the only one where I'd go. Yeah, I could see it kind of possibly making it because it doesn't run like shit now. It's also a different,
1: but... a different version of the game.
2: Yeah, that too, but I I mean like That original version is so rough
1: In comparison yeah. uh, I mean uh, this still
2: has a lot of The issues though too, so it's like uh, I don't
1: Here's an interesting uh, thing we can go through Here are my other category Nominations for the year, he also wants to know If we have any personal choices to fit these five Categories uh, Biggest Disappointment, Disco Elysium The Final Cut, I think we all kind of Did a Biggest Disappointment on our list Uh, yeah,
2: mine was uh, mine was Eastward.
1: Yeah, I think mine was Fatal Frame and yeah, something else. I know I had something else on there.
2: Yeah, you did. I just can't remember what it is right now. Um,
1: Wombat, did you have a disappointment, or did you not play enough games to be disappointed? I, I did
2: have a
3: disappointment. I had um, I oh. had a disappointment. Uh, it was the Dungeons and Dragons. That's game. right. That's right. That, yeah, that Dark game, Alliance. That game yeah, was super. Even though I did actually. Play. A decent amount of it.
1: Man, I should have um, put Overwatch in my biggest disappointments of 2021. Didn't
2: come out <laughs> this year, it doesn't count.
1: Because we, you know, got zero fucking content all year.
2: Yeah, I didn't get any content for fucking uh, Aiden, the goddamn uh, Mage Chronicles for N64
1: either, so. That's not an ongoing game, asshole. I, well, neither is Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, uh, uh, touche. It felt bad saying it, but it's not. It's not not but true. Not true. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, uh, biggest turd. He put twelve minutes.
2: Yeah, I mean, I said the worst game of the year was twelve minutes. Yeah, I picked um, that so, uh,
1: werewolf game. Ooh. I
2: looked at that werewolf game. You know what the sad part is? And like. When that goes on sale, I'll probably give it a shot.
1: Oh man, it's so bad.
2: Yeah, but it looks like my type of janky bad. I don't know. Where I'm man. like, yeah, I can enjoy a little bit of this. Hey,
1: I like janky bad, but that game yeah, is so special. Yeah, but we have special. different
2: tastes. We have we have different tastes in jank. Oh, man. so
1: Ryan, did you have a turd?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I. I generally don't play anything if I think it's gonna be that bad.
2: That's true. I didn't think twelve minutes was gonna be bad, but here we are. That's true.
3: And I looked at that game and knew exactly that it was not gonna be for me at all. So that's I that's fair.
2: Play it. I see I looked at it and went, That sounds well, like something that I'd be into. Like I like time loop shit. I like point and click adventures. Oh <laughs> Alright.
1: These next three are, are more fun. Uh a game I liked but everyone else hated, he picked Biomutant. That's a pretty good pick.
2: I mean, I think Ken, you and I can also agree to that one.
1: Yeah, I, lo- I beat that game. I really enjoyed that game.
2: I, yeah, I think that that would be probably my choice too. I don't know why everybody was so harsh on that game.
1: I have no clue. I think because it was
2: $60. Okay, I paid $60 for worse experiences. Oh,
1: 100%. Do you have one of those, Ryan? I'd... Maybe not. No about a game i didn't like that everyone else loved he picked deathloop that's a pretty good one
2: i mean that's me on uh, most time, most days i fucking seem to hate everything that everybody else loves um uh well i mean metroid dread metroid dread i don't hate um but i didn't love it well, he didn't say else... that, he
1: didn't say that you hate it he said game i didn't like yeah
2: well then then i i'd say metroid dread cuz it's not like i I didn't like that game either, but it was like everybody seemed to love that game and said that's exactly what they wanted Metroid to be. And I'm going to be honest with you, as someone that's played most Metroid games, uh, to like whether to completion or not, uh, it didn't feel good to play, in my opinion. Like I, I, everybody's like, well, like even Jay, like Jay's like, I felt the invisible hand of the developer guiding me along i'm like well that fucking hand wasn't there for me uh so i don't see it and no matter how hard i look i can't see it still <laughs> and it's annoying because i'm like i you know maybe something eventually will click because i i can i'm the first person to say like yakuza i went in expecting a beat up and was horribly disappointed but when i started hearing about people say like it's an rpg like something clicked in my head and went oh that makes way more sense like yeah. oh these are random battles Got it I think,
1: I think I'm think i with him on Deathloop Like I tried to like that game But then again I guess it's not fair Because I don't really like those kind of games Like those roguelike Time loop kind of games Those are just not my jam And, and everybody speaks so highly Of Deathloop and I was just like hey, I don't care What about you Wombat Do you have a game that you played That you didn't like but everybody else loved No. Besides Breath no. of the Wild, you know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you mean so? You mean it like in
1: history? No, no, no. Just twenty. Sorry, twenty twenty one.
3: No, no. Uh, the um, I I don't know. My standards are generally much lower than most people's, so I can find enjoyment and stuff that a lot of people seem to think is terrible. So All very right. rarely is there a game that I don't like that everybody else likes. And this year, shit, I didn't play enough to even have anything
2: approximating that.
1: Well, well, that's fair. Final
2: one. I got a weird. I got a weird one that's kind of a weird poll, and I, I realize like most people just don't play these games. But like, as an Earth Defense Force fan, people are telling me like, "Oh, World Brothers was so much better than the last game." Well, the last game was, I think, Iron Rain, and I thought Iron Rain was a way better game than World Brothers. And it's like I don't. I think that series is now oversaturated, and we need to stop having them almost yearly or every two years. Like there needs to be a bigger jump between the Earth Defense Force games. And again, I know this is a super niche category, but like everybody else that likes those series seems to have enjoyed this last one. And I'm like, this was a total step in the like, it wasn't terrible, but like I I don't think this is where this series should continue going.
1: Yeah. Uh, The last one is 2021 game I wish I played but didn't have time. His was Halo Infinite.
2: I mean, just take any game, put it in. Good. You know, I, most I, of that...
1: Yeah, I think mine was that Record of Lodos War game. I really wanted to dig more into that, but I just did not get around to it. So,
2: um, After Jay talked about it, give me a second I can give you the name of the thing again. The um Everhood. As soon as Jay started talking to I was like, oh, fuck, that sounds super interesting. And uh, I want to play it. But I didn't even know it existed, so I don't know if that counts.
1: Alright. Uh, Wombat, do you have one? No. No, I do not. Okay. You didn't want to play Chorus, or...?
3: Uh, well, I mean, I guess, yeah. I, yeah. Chorus is, I mean, yes. All right. I uh, that's I don't know I don't think about that game that way because it's it's not a question of if it's a question of when like I I will be playing that game it's just a question of when I can get a chance to pick it up
1: that's fair all right Jeremy sent another email I'm gonna read before we go over to the Twitter he says Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is friggin awesome definitely would have made my list if I'd played it last year also it was great to hear Jay drop by last week and humble brag about his difficulty settings. Haha, uh-huh, sorry for the email bomb later. Yeah, Jay's humble brag about his skills, man.
3: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he's skilled enough that he doesn't even have to humble brag about it. He can just brag about it.
1: Yeah, I played a fighting game with him once. Don't ever do that.
3: Oh, yeah, not a chance.
1: <laughs> I think my moral victory was, getting, was scoring one hit on him. That's my humble brag. What what
3: were you playing?
1: Oh, uh, which one was it? it was either Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear? So that was my that first was your mistake. first. That was yeah. yeah
2: I was say, that was your yeah. first mistake. You got to take him into Mortal Kombat or something.
1: He probably beat me in there too. I, You're
2: <laughs> right, but you probably get more hits off.
1: That's I mean that's fair. That dude is just, <sighs> good lord. All right, uh, Mookie sent us his. He says favorites with no particular order: The Ascent, Challenging Fun, F One Twenty Twenty One, Addictive. And strategic fun Kingdom 2 Crowns All current DLCs Addicting and fun Especially when I sync it with the mobile version Wild Rift A better version of Mobile MOBA Than Mobile Legends Say that three times fast Uh, Adam says I didn't play much new this year So it would probably be Ratchet But I did just Platinum Death Stranding What a ride with Norman Reedus (laughs) Very funny uh, Charlie sends his ins, says Ratchet and Clank, Kena, Metroids, Ghosts of Tsushima, and It Takes Two. Uh, Aaron says Returnal, Death's Door, Halo Infinite, Multiplayer. Some good choices here. Alright, uh, Mookie says, I would highly recommend, uh, the crew play, including, Ken and Drew and Anthony to check out The OST game from Draw Chili You can thank me later I don't know.
3: Draw Chili?
1: Draw Chili I don't, I don't know what that is
2: Um sorry it's a game Or is it the soundtrack I'm...
1: It says check out the OST Game from Draw Chili that's, that's how it's worded So I don't know if he's referring to the, the soundtrack okay, So I'm
2: looking at the game Draw Chile Don't Didn't know what to expect This sure as fuck ain't it I, I don't know An arcade game about Vladimir, his squad, Purgatory, and the Horsemen of the Apocalypse And if you're like, what did you just say? I'm like, yep, that's
1: Uh, I was, huh. uh yeah Alright Okay um, I'll, I'll give it a listen. All right, you listen to that. Lunatic Priest says Have any of you guys seen the movie Turbo Kid? It's like a post apocalyptic yeah, Mega Man superhero yeah. movie. I think you would love it. Oh, and my game of the year goes to Chorus, followed by Psychonauts 2. Keep up the great work.
2: Drew and I love Turbo Kid.
1: I've never seen it.
2: can it, you'd love it. It's hyper violent, so don't watch it with your child. Um. Only because the amount of gore in it is a lot. Even though it's like an action comedy, um, it is like, uh, early Peter Jackson levels of gore. Um, which hmm. most people won't pick up on, but he used to do some really gory shit before he did Lord of the Rings. Um, it's so fucking good. It takes place in the future of the 1990s, and everybody rides dirt bikes because or um BMX bikes because there's no gas and they're fighting over water. So it's Mad Max on BMX bikes. Um and yeah I picked it up because I saw the trailer, went, that soundtrack's amazing. I want to see that, watched it, loved it, and uh I show everybody I I'll I'll just hand the Blu ray to people and be like, you need to watch this movie. It's so much fun. Uh, and the soundtrack by Lamados is—I uh, mean, it's some of the best like synth wave synth music like ever. Um, it's that good. So yeah, you need to watch it. I don't know if that's something you'd be interested in, Ryan, because I don't really know your movie tastes. But
3: uh, my movie tastes are not watching movies. All right. Well,
2: there you go. Yeah, um, he likes Marvel I, I, I...
1: movies, and he hasn't even watched those so.
2: Yeah, it's a true story. And you need to watch this, though.
1: Alright, I'll right. look into it. I'll look and see if it's streaming anywhere, and if it's not where it's available, I'll take a look. Um, Gamer Chat Radio wants to know what you all think is up with PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now subscription. In my opinion, if they merged, good move for gamers. Thoughts. So, uh, yeah, no, I can't. Kind of a wrinkle in this. I don't. I think it's a glitch. But this morning, I saw uh, Tom from The Verge was posting that PlayStation Three games were showing up in the PlayStation Five store for purchase. But I think it's a yeah. Glitch. That's
2: that's that's the glitch. It's actually those are the prices from PS Now. Yeah, I think so. that's
1: a glitch. But as far as go ahead, Ryan, with what you were going to say about combining them.
2: Uh, I was just going
3: to say that anything that moves. PlayStation closer to a system That's like Game Pass is going to be good for Gamers
1: Yeah I, I cannot not Agree with that because it's like I I want Competition to breed Change on all The fronts except Nintendo's Nintendo's Never going to give a shit they don't give a shit what you do Um, But with Game Pass being As big as it is I really want Sony to do it too Because it's just good for all of us It's it's good for the people who don't give a fuck About which plastic box they're playing on
3: True story So
1: Yeah I I hope that uh, we do get this I hope that we get a Playstation Equivalent because I'm going to be real honest With you I don't know about you guys but I've just gotten to the point Where I am subscribed To so much shit Yeah Uh, Like I really need some Consolidation (laughs) I have yeah. way, way too. and then I have, then, like, I have it...
2: like 3 subscriptions, that's it.
1: Oh, Netflix is up in the prices again?
2: I I don't watch enough shit to make it worthwhile to keep, stay on. Ugh. Like I pay for one of the few people probably. I pay for YouTube so I can get no ads. That's nice. Um and and save videos to my phone so I can watch them without internet or whatever. Um yeah.
1: YouTube is one of the few I don't pay for. Yeah, I watch
2: enough
3: you know, stuff on YouTube to even think about subscribing to YouTube.
2: Well, it gives me access to their music catalog too. Um, I mean Nintendo, the basic one, not the expansion pack. Fuck that noise. Um, sorry. Then there's uh, Humble Monthly, which is going to change soon. So God knows if I'm staying with that. And um, Xbox. That's it,
1: dude. Uh, I have a PlayStation Gold. I have Ultimate Game Pass. That's just the video game. I also have the Nintendo Online with expansion. I I don't
3: have the expansion. Yeah,
1: I have all three of those. I don't think there's a streaming service I don't subscribe to of the big ones.
3: Yeah, like I don't subscribe to Paramount Plus. I do, but uh, I subscribe. But it's a mountain of content. I subscribe to um, basically all the other ones, like. uh, Uh, Peacock
2: um, HBO Max Netflix, Hulu
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: It makes my life life really easy that most of those aren't even up here
1: Yeah, that's about the only way I wouldn't subscribe to them I think because I'm a whore I mean, I ain't gonna lie I have all the subscriptions I think Peacock is the only one I don't have and that's because somebody's lending me a profile So, I
3: have Peacock because I was subscribed to WWE Network and uh when you subscribe to uh WWE Network you got uh that for a considerable discount.
1: Yeah, I I can imagine. I I have that uh Disney Hulu bundle which also has ESPN Plus. Which yep. I think is like twenty bucks a month, because I people like, will you subscribe to who? Like the package they offer you for twelve ninety nine is the Hulu package with ads, and I'm like, fuck ads.
3: Yeah, fucking ad.
1: Yeah, I'm not paying. I will pay the extra couple bucks to get no ads, because fuck you, I'm not paying for ads. And then I have all the rest of them. Uh, speaking of which, I just watched The Eternals. I don't know why people hate that movie. Like
2: they don't know the characters.
1: I mean... That's it. I mean, that's... I mean... They didn't know the Avengers when those movies came out either. Yeah,
2: you had some... I mean, people say that, but it's like, you didn't know Iron Man, because, I mean, really, the characterization in the comics is fairly different, but, like, you didn't really know Tony Stark, but you recognized Iron Man. You recognized Hulk. You recognized Captain America. Like, just because you didn't know the characters didn't mean you didn't recognize them, like... When I say they don't know the Eternals, they don't know the Eternals, like, like by costume, even. Well, I mean, so,
1: we're so deep into these movies now, they gotta start digging deeper for the characters. I mean, they're making oh, a Moon sure. Knight TV show.
2: Well, okay, Moon Knight has, like, before this even happened, Moon Knight had started picking up, like, for some reason, popularity. I'm so sorry. Just more and more. I'm but...
1: sorry, but so many of these characters that I see come out of these shows. The normal person doesn't know shit about them. I'm be...
2: telling you right now, comic book fans, though, like... But comic like, book fans are that buying who the Eternals now. are. But, but they haven't, because the Eternals haven't been main characters until this movie came out. They didn't reboot it until recently. So, like, they're all, like... Yeah, like, comic book fans that are, like, older... Knew who the Eternals were. But it was never the most popular series. I mean... Like, Moon Knight was more popular than the Eternals. Because as soon as you start getting into weird space shit with uh, Marvel, it gets weirder and weirder the further you go in.
1: How many people knew the Guardians of the Galaxy before those movies came yeah, out? Yeah, they had to reboot that entirely. But it was still good. People liked it. People got into it. And now Star-Lord is a household name.
2: But, but it's also it's also James Gunn. And I think that's the difference. With The Eternals. Is that The Eternals <laughs> is not a comedy movie?
1: James Gunn made Javelin re- relevant in 2021. Dude, I'm a DC fan. I don't know who the fuck Javelin was.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how the fuck he chose those characters, but whatever. <laughs> oh, shit. But it's just like, that, you know, it, it some of it is based on who is heading the project, and the other half is like whether or not there's a character basis in it. Um... You know they had done work on getting Rocket Raccoon to be more visible of a uh, uh, property before Guardians came out.
1: I don't know. Like that
2: is that is not the case with the Eternals. I thought like, the Eternals. was a
1: good movie.
2: I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying like a lot of people went in, I think, expecting to recognize something, but we're we're getting into cosmic Marvel <laughs> stuff. Like, you're gonna not going to rec- swing through. You're not going to recognize
1: shit spider-man just swing through at one point like what's up like it gets
2: weirder and weirder the further you go into like jack kirby's nonsense like it's you know the the fact that like silver surfer and galactus the guy that eats planets are like on the normal side of stuff tell you everything you need to know
1: i don't know i thought it was a good movie and i had to look up who the the stinger was No spoilers, FYI. Are
2: you talking the actor, or are you talking the... No, 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 I knew who the the actor was. I just didn't know who the
1: character was.
3: Singer is Steve Borden. He's been wrestling for a long time.
1: Stop that. Dude's like 90 and still out there putting fucking leg locks on people. Anyway. Uh, What were we talking about? Oh, PlayStation Plus. Uh, Adam does come into this chat. He says, I really hope the three tiers thing is bullshit. It sounds confusing. I'm hoping it's just two levels. We already have two levels. That's the problem, right? We got PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now.
2: No, no, it's not two levels. But I mean, there's two it's things. two things. And one of them doesn't get, like, having one of them doesn't give you the other. A two tier would at least be like, if you just want this without the streaming, here you go, or whatever it is, or the reverse. And then there's one price for both of them combined. It sounds better in in practice than, like, having you subscribe to two different things.
1: Man, I've been subscribed to PlayStation Now. Sounds like a
2: terrible idea, regardless, because I feel like they're going to fuck it up. Well, here's the
1: thing I've been subscribed to PlayStation Now twice. And. I don't think it's very good Like the streaming sucks Like the Playstation 3 game streaming is not very good I I have never enjoyed that part of it And then I look at the games that are available And I'm like well The games that I care about are on Game Pass Everything else just seems kind of like And what do they do? Like add like 4 games a month? Like that's not enough. <laughs> I
2: don't know. I think we've gotta wait and see how they fuck this up or or make it amazing.
1: Wait and see how they fuck it up? Okay. That's 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 positive. Positive reinforcement. Alright, uh Adam also says so after all these after all that days gone numbers crap the other week, I decided to download it for my PS plus collection and wow it's not as bad as everyone says. Did any of you guys play it the uh the month or so? After it came out, I remember it was buggy and broken as hell at the start.
2: I played it when it came out. I did I too. It. Yeah, I never had those issues.
1: Now is not I'm not buggy, saying those hmm. issues.
2: I'm not saying those issues didn't exist. What I'm saying is that I feel like this is a grander statement about the internet in general. Um, there is always something that needs to be kicked every every month in video games, right? There's always needs to be a video game that's going to get kicked. And I feel like a lot of people from the outset of seeing the trailer for this decided that Days Gone was going to be, you know, the horse they're going to beat. Uh The dead horse they're going to beat. So, like, it's... It was, it, I think, a... Not a targeted attack, I don't think they made those glitches happen, but I feel like everybody was just waiting for those glitches to happen. To put them online and see, say, see? This game is terrible. Um... Because it's not a terrible game. It really isn't. I played it day one. Actually, I had it before the game came out, even. And, like, I wasn't having those issues. So, it... It was never as bad as people made it out to be. And the biggest issues about that game is stuff that you'll hear from people that now have finished it. Unlike when the game came out and people just criticized the fucking thing because I guess that's what we're doing today. Um, and, like, a lot of people will say, yeah, it was really good, but it could have ended, like, two or three times.
1: It could have ended, like, ten or fifteen hours earlier. Like,
2: yeah, like, it just, it kept going, and you feel like, you'd be like, oh, I'm at the end. Nope. Nope. (laughs) And it's, like, I mean, okay, like, the story's not bad, but, like, you keep setting up for an ending, and I keep going further into it. Um, and that was kind of my takeaway, was, like, I... It's not a bad game, but like, fuck, man, like, the open world doesn't help this. Like, just streamline this shit down. Or, 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 like, cut the world in half. You know, something to make it smaller. Because it was, like, it was too big for its own good. Uh, those numbers, by the way, were totally fucked up. And the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, I know he worked on the game, but, like, this isn't the first time he's had a little outburst and totally gotten shit wrong. Um, I mean, who hasn't read Among Us, but like, you know, he keeps talking about this game like Sony stole away from him, but that game did not sell well. Um, he was looking at numbers of total players like ever by like trophy amount. And it's like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Like they've given away that game for free and shit. So, um, it's not a bad game though. No, I, 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 I do recommend playing it. I think there were some really interesting mechanics there. Um, But I feel like they they were torn between doing a big narrative and a big open world, and those things don't necessarily combine well every time you do them. So,
1: Sorry, there was a second tweet uh, where he continues. He says, uh, Which is one of the reasons it was reviewed so poorly. I've only had one bug so far that I noticed, and it wasn't game-breaking. Really sad that there will never be a number two. It really seems like one of those games that would have been amazing on round two like Assassin's Creed was.
2: Yeah. It, it, I think uh another good example from last year actually was uh Battle in Wonderworld. Um not a good game. Don't don't think I'm comparing it directly to uh Days Gone. Days Gone is a better game. But Battle in Wonderworld isn't terrible. It the demo was the demo was terrible, though. Don't get me wrong. And the Switch version might still be an absolute train wreck. But if you play that game on like anything other than Switch, it's fine. Like I think the biggest thing you can say is that it's like horribly mediocre. It is a, the, the, um, is the poster child of a five, you know? Um, but it's not the worst game ever. I think the price doesn't help the, the, the launch price of it. But I think it was just, oh, this is the game everybody's going to jump on. And to be fair, I did too. But the demo didn't help that. But people actually went and bought the main game and still went on about it. And it's like, well, is this really that bad? And, like, yeah, there's a lot of flaws with it. I think uh, everybody, like, anybody that's like, well, Battle Wonderworld, Wonderworld, go watch Austin Eruption's video on Bowen Wonderworld. He does a really great breakdown of kind of the flaws of it, but finds this weirdness in it that no one else pointed out because he actually platinumed the game because he's insane. Um, But he says, don't play it unless you really want to see the weird stuff. But, like, eh, it's not great, but it's not bad. And it's like... I don't know. It's this weird thing with the internet. Like, we always have to choose one thing, and everybody's gonna hate that. And like, sometimes I fall into it too. I get it. But like, and sometimes it's legitimately terrible. But other times it's not. Like,
1: and sometimes it's, it's Shenmue.
2: Okay. Well, I was thinking more of like, you know, people were like, "Oh, I'm all. We're all gonna jump in on Popeye being terrible. Do we have to? It's bad. Like, that's kind of the end of the conversation. Like, well, I saw I don't. A video, I don't think anybody's I don't, need having,
1: to play. I don't think anybody's having conversations about Popeye. Come
2: on now. No, but, like, there was a month there when it came... like Or a week, at least, when it came out, and people were like, look at this piece of shit! It's like, okay, well, I saw one video of it, I'm good. <laughs> like, this, this idea that we have to... Um... God, there's been so many of them. Life is Strange, when the first episode came out, had a bit of that. It's just this weird, like... I don't understand why we have to tear something down to that extent. Like, if it's really terrible... I think the conversation will continue further on Than the first month or so Because like, the conversation now with Days Gone Is not about how it's a terrible game
1: It's so weird that Days Gone is still having a conversation About it period I'm going to be honest with you
3: True story I, mean,
1: <laughs> I thought the game was fine It was It's a fine game I don't know why there was ever any controversy around it It's so fucking weird
2: well, because, again, though, because people decided that 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 was going to be the the fucking thing that everybody needed to hate. Like, I don't understand it. Like, they saw the trailer, I guess, because it wasn't Last of Us. And then it was a hated thing. And then Last of Us 2 had that same thing happen. And I don't know. Just, it's a weird thing that I don't see with other... Maybe it's because video games, I think, have too much of a monoculture attached to it. But, like...
1: God, it's I a it's a weird
2: thing I don't see with music or movies or TV.
1: So. Oh, I totally see it with movies. Like people, people really want to shit on movies. They'll shit on movies. Okay. And they I, they, I, they, they will have that, that. They will have like the Eternals is a perfect one. So many people talked about that movie for months, like it was the worst thing that, like it offended them or something. And like I watched it because it finally. I am not going to a theater. I have not seen Spider Man. You know. I will watch these when they come digitally I haven't seen the new Resident Evil movie I want to watch it I've heard it's terrible But I still want to watch it Like Eternals came to Disney Plus I watched it I was like That was a fun movie It was an entertaining movie Why did people Spend weeks and months Talking about how bad it was I I just I, I don't Understand it I guess Like if you don't like a movie the conversation I had about Black Widow So Black Widow came to Disney Plus I started watching it I found it to be extremely boring I shut it off I've not had a conversation about it Until now, since then That's what I don't understand If you don't like something You just turn it off like, I, don't, I don't know why we have to keep having the conversation Unless it's an all good fun poking at Mu. That's fun <laughs> Oh, it's a weird thing. I don't know why we're still talking about Days Gone. That game came out; it was fine. We moved on.
2: But because I think I think the reason why it gets talked about is that people have been discovering it, going back and going. I don't see how this was terrible. But it was like I think the I think exactly <laughs> that's just it. I think the same thing is going to happen with the Eternals. People are going to watch it now and go, "This is terrible."
1: Yeah, I saw a lot of people... Marvel movie.
2: No, but like, no, it's not. Not bad like everybody said it
1: was or whatever I saw a lot of people when it hit Disney Plus Were like why did everybody hate this movie
2: (laughs) Yeah that's the conversation (laughs) That's happening with Days Gone And I think it's going to happen as long as that game Is readily accessible for like Very little money or free
1: Such a weird world man People take this shit way too seriously Like if you like it cool if you hate it cool too That's fine I don't care If it changes your opinion Of how you feel about a piece of art Because somebody else has an opinion on it Then I can't help you there You know Wombat likes two human and two worlds You know I do I like Eternal Champions And Advent Rising You know (laughs) Somebody telling me they're bad Is not going to change the effect that I enjoy
3: I know, because 'cause I've been trying to tell you Advent Rising's bad for fifteen years now.
1: <laughs> I still it's still it's installed on my Xbox right now. You disgust me, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud. It's gonna
2: kill Halo, yeah? Did it?
1: Who, who said Advent Rising was gonna kill Halo? I thought that oh, was they uh...
2: they put that as a Halo killer too.
1: That was not a. that was not even the same game.
2: No, what it, well it clearly took some fucking stuff from Halo. It was like, yeah, let's do that.
1: What did it take from Halo? Uh,
2: the visuals are very clearly Halo inspired.
1: Dude, I didn't get that at all. I apologize. I I don't see that at all. I see the same uh, character model among like forty characters, but I don't see the inspirations from Halo. That's fucking Hayes man Hayes was the halo killer
2: Hayes was
3: another one where... tribes goodbye Trib- halo
1: goodbye halo hello bargain bin that's what Anyways. tribes tagline should have been yeah, oh boy that's all the that's all the stuff I got um <sighs> that's, it, that's all I got I don't have anything else. No food conversation. Congratulations. We always, did it. Always proud of that one. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at In4G Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email at the podcast at ZTGD.com. You can follow me at ZTGD, Anthony Complacent Robot and Ryan at WombatRP. You can check out Phoenix Down, Drew. And Matt are playing Inscription. Which, yeah, uh... I joined them on that. Oh, you're actually on the show too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I didn't. I didn't know who was. I don't think I put you in the notes.
2: Yeah, who gives a shit? It's a surprise for people that don't like me.
1: Well, oh, well, there you
2: go. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't. I don't think he told me that you were on it, so I didn't put you in the notes. I will have to fix that.
2: I don't know. Well, then, yeah. So I joined them. Uh, it's a rough first episode because I can't say anything. Until we get to the later sections, because that's how that fucking game works.
1: Well, that game is no longer an indie, darling, because I saw it sold a million copies, so now it's a. It's officially. Yeah, I
2: mean, it's a Devolver game, so, like, some of them do make over a million copies sold, yeah.
1: It's officially sold more than Returnal, I believe. No. I mean. Returnal only did, like, 500k, dude. Really? I thought. I thought that was the story oh, that came out about. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not
2: like I'm not like surprised, I guess, but I'm surprised because it's like the only thing that it launched with, other than Dark Souls, that was exclusive.
1: Uh, five hundred and sixty thousand copies, according to what I'm looking yeah.
2: at. Man, Mark can't get a fucking break, huh?
1: Nope. Mm. And Returnal was not a launch game, FYI.
3: It was not. No.
2: Oh, I thought it was. No. Okay. It didn't I come guess that's until not as February. And, and
3: deep. Demon Souls is what you're thinking of, not Dark Souls.
1: Man, it's different.
2: I I know it is. Actually, it is very different. But it's one <laughs> of those things where it's like, man, I've got I've been like stuck in my house with a cold. you really asking me to fucking determine the differences between this? You could hold up the both fucking covers, and I just see the same thing at this point.
1: <laughs> They're so goddamn the same.
2: I can't listen. I can't play either of them because I'm I suck. So there, that's the. <laughs> Yeah, There's I remember. No to me.
1: I remember the returnal numbers came out, um, and people were like, "Oh, that's that's not very good." And I'm like, "Well, it had a couple things going against it. It was seventy dollars, and it's a mark game, which, I mean, they're kind of niche. You can't expect, you know, regular Sony first party numbers from." A Niche game that is also seventy dollars, you just can't, but Sony was apparently happy with the numbers, so that's all that matters, I guess they bought them, so there is that
2: they're a good studio
1: absolutely yeah,
2: they haven't put out a thing that's terrible. It's just one of those like they just can't get a break because they clearly don't make stuff that are that is um has a wide enough of an appeal.
1: Yeah, I can't think of a game that they made That I was like, this sucks I don't want to play it And they've all been I even liked Returnal and I don't like roguelikes So You know I don't know Uh, Apparently Returnal You know Sold 560,000 copies and Days Gone Doesn't get a sequel (laughs) Oh shit Anyway. Yeah, inscription, million copies. You guys, Phoenix Down first episodes up. You wanna check that out? Uh other than that, I don't have anything else. You guys do you guys have anything? Anything else? Nope. Alright, we'll get oh. out of here. Peace, Alrighty. And it goes something like this. <laughs> Epic fail.
0: Welcome to the N4G podcast. Oh, you just it. it's me, Mario. Zero dollars. This
1: is gonna be very interesting episode.
2: Gather time! Greetings, program! I got lost trying to find
1: my way to the secret underground m 4 g radio layer. The <laughs> And... I'm always looking at Killer Wolverine! Play
0: games, not hot bowl. No bad boys allowed. And then, and then I killed the dragon.